Hi, everybody. Uh, welcome to another mini podcast or mini episode for Slamfire Radio. Tonight, we have uh, Susan Jones on with us. We're going to be talking about uh, nutrition and supplements over this pandemic. Now, Susan, do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, why are we coming to you? Well, uh, I guess uh, I went to school. I went back to school and I studied nutrition and I became a registered holistic nutritionist. And cool through that uh, it's been an ongoing passion because basically I totally destroyed my body uh, traveling overseas and had to spend a good long time getting it back in order and thankfully I was able to work with a very uh, sympathetic medical doctor who said okay what do you need and I said I need some time to figure out what's going on and uh, so with his uh, patience and my studying I got my body sort of back where it needed to be and uh, sort of started uh, my journey towards health. Uh, I have a couple of children who have different health issues. And so I've learned about food through them and kind of the things that it, they're putting into food, which are really uh, affecting. Disturbing, actually. <sighs> Very disturbing. Actually, <laughs> yeah. once you start really investigating, you start looking, you're going, okay, this has to be deliberate. And the more you study it, the more you realize, yeah, they're doing it. And then you think, okay, well, why are they doing it? Long-term, it, a lot of the, the, food that is out there is not in any way shape or form beneficial to the human body so as a result disease will result and then that's how they generally can make money it's 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 really sad when you start digging into it um basically if you're eating real food or if you're eating a packaged food that has minimal ingredients like five and under Mm -hmm. more or less you should be okay um that's that's a general summation uh, of course but that's how i started off yeah Cool. So the reason that we know you is because you're Ian Jones' wife, yes. better half, as he would like to say, right? Yeah. Um, so we talked a little bit about you on our last made podcast that uh, Ian was on. He was, um, he, we were talking about food preparation and, and we were also talking about canning. He says that you're the, the specialist in the home that does that with respect to canning. But we can, we can cover that a little bit tonight. For sure. Uh, but one of the things that we really wanted to talk about was during pandemics, um, uh, we're trying to prepare food, we're trying to get food, but we also have to look at uh, nutrition and supplements because a lot of times things aren't going to be available if the supply chain is cut off and it uh, means basically, what are we going to do? So uh, one of the questions I have for you is, um, well, it's a good question because you said that right now you're in a quarantine period, correct? Yep. You've just come back from Japan. And so yep. that means that you're not allowed to go shopping. Nope. You can rely what's on what's in your pantry. So what types of things do you have in your pantry that you're going to be relying on if things basically hit the fan? If things hit the fan and things continue on, I mean, right now basically anything that you can store that is actually long term that actually has some nutrition and that's that's the hard part because a lot of the stuff um for example white rice great you can store it forever there's not a lot of nutritional value so that means you got to throw extra things in it um so for example indian spices are probably one of the best things that you could add into anything now when you've got your beans and your lentils those store for a very long time so if you're adding your rice and beans together, that actually makes a complete protein. The hardest part, I think long-term, um, if you're dealing with this on months at a time, would actually be to take um, and incorporate either sprouting, so you're getting your fresh greens, uh, and or foraging, if it's at all a possibility. Like right now, we've got uh, nettle is out, and so there's nothing stopping you from making nettle soup, because there are 
natural greens. And that's one thing I encourage everybody to do is find out what grows in your area, when it grows, how you can locate it. And even honestly, dandelions. I mean, during the Second World War, when there was a lot of starvation, people were picking dandelions and eating them. And if you look at the overall benefits, not only of the root, which was used as a, a caffeine coffee substitute but also the greens themselves um are incredibly beneficial not only to the liver but overall health so and people use them for salads teas Uh, we make wine from it um yeah with with the flowers (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah dandelion wine it's it's it you know what when necessity right yep absolutely bread from necessity you become you, you become um very creative um, creative is for lack of a better terms one of the things that i recommend as well is also get in touch with the indigenous peoples in your area yeah uh, they know a lot about the different things that are available in your area and what you can eat and what you can't eat as well so oh absolutely one recommendation absolutely like out right. here we've got salal which uh, most people don't have but it's just it's a it's a nutrition house of power and it's sort of like that's higher than blueberries it's higher than a lot of things yeah. in terms of the overall orac value so it's right. pretty cool stuff Right. blueberries in the rest of Canada you know they grow pretty much across the way so there's a lot of things that you can find out there and you should at least know how to recognize um, right yeah same thing with mushrooms um, fungus um, yes. puffballs chanterelles yeah, yeah some of the things though that I don't recommend are some of the more of the brightly colored ones those are the ones that we have to be careful of those ones well even one of the things that we've got growing around on the island is we have turkey tail and turkey tail is one of your amazing medicinal mushrooms, and it is an immune booster. So again, if you start learning about what's around you, you can discover that there's a lot of medicine right out there waiting for you to discover, but you have to find reliable sources. You have to do a lot of research, and especially with mushrooms, you have to be so careful. So if you have the opportunity to take a class, even if it's online, um, but they've got some great resources online where you can actually do a spore print and figure out, because I thought I had an edible one, and I did the spore print and i realized oh no that's i don't want to eat that one so yeah yeah so um yeah know what know what's available in your area know what to look for um the internet's great for that it Um, is we were talking about me being somebody who comes from maybe a little smaller town a little bit older and everything uh we did a lot of canning um harvested mushrooms off the lawn different things like that so you, shaggy mane sorry shaggy mane mushrooms yeah 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 so, yep. yeah so you become resourceful and you use what's available to you um yeah. now you said that you went through your cupboard though and to try and find some things to examples for for different nutritional things for what supplementation to- it is also um as i was mentioning adriel is sort of like because I haven't been able to get out to the health food stores to see what's there anymore. Uh, I've just been looking at what's online and a lot of stuff is gone, which is fascinating. However, there are still food items out there that have a lot of beneficial properties. So um, I don't know if you guys can see that. That is camu camu berry powder. Now, the cool thing about this um, is a company in in the U.S., um, but it's marketed out of Ontario. Um, This is a whole vitamin C um, product. So what that means is it's got all the bioflavonoids. It has everything so that your body knows what to do with this. So mm-hmm. in times of stress, your requirement for C goes up because your C gets depleted from your adrenals. And I would say it's fair to even that most of us are under stress. And now with what's going on economically in the world, we're under a great deal of stress. So you're right. going to need more of this. Now, the interesting thing is that, of course, Kirkland, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, ascorbic. So most of your ascorbic uh, acid comes from China. So it's not a clean source in any way, shape, or form. So you've got to be, again, very careful where you're getting your source. It's usually derived from corn. Most people think it's citrus. Okay. It's not. It's corn. It was, yeah. 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 They'll put orange flavoring in it to make you think that it is. But no, in <laughs> fact, it's not. So you really have to look carefully at your ingredient list, where it's being sourced from. Contact them. You have to investigate uh, where these things are coming from. We bought this just because um, certain members of my family are more resistant to listening to their mothers than others. Um, okay. <laughs> so then you've got something like this, which is slightly cleaner source. It's an enteric C, so it's going to get in there. It, it is non-GMO. It doesn't have any of the fillers that the previous one did. But so if you're looking at, to give you a gun analogy, if I can do that, if you just take this, it would yeah. be basically, you're not putting anything in the bullet when you're making a bullet. This isn't going to get what you need it to do. There's not going to be a reaction in your body. You're basically going to pee it out. So okay. it's, it's pretty much garbage. Yeah. Okay. More or less. If you were to combine it with something that actually had whole C, slightly better. Okay. I do this. Um, my eldest, when we first moved to the island, um, had the wonderful pleasure of stepping on a wasp nest and mm -hmm. getting stung 25, 26 times. So because that was trauma, I high dosed with a lot of that and within a day, no hives, nothing, just little dots from the bites and no reactions to wasps. So again, when you're under stress or trauma, your body is going to require a lot more vitamin C. So that's, okay. one, that's one of your main antioxidants, right? Um, right? We are always taught ACEs, which is A-C-E, selenium plus zinc. Now zinc's also been in the news a lot because it is part of the protocol that they found to be very effective at, uh, at combating Corona 19. It's part of the one that has the the malaria drug, and there's something else. There's a, an antibiotic as well as zinc. And again, those are the ones that you want to incorporate. Zinc. Um, yeah, most people okay. are zinc deficient. If you're eating processed food, you will be zinc deficient. Okay. You, you can get zinc from a lot of places. Um, of course, you can supplement. My zinc supplement somehow has has gone missing um, since I've been away. But there are things on the market like oh boy, I don't know if you can see that. Therazinc, that's got elderberry, yep. that's got elderberry and zinc. So, okay. you know, where would you find zinc in more of a higher dose naturally? Uh, honestly, uh, zinc would any of your organ meats. Um, okay, so liver and well, kidneys, and, and also seafood. Seafood's actually probably one of the highest ones. Let me just, um, yeah, that's probably that is probably one of the highest ones. Like when I was in Japan, I had um, fried oysters just okay. because they're, they're super high, right, in zinc. And the other thing that I had when I was there specifically that I could get more easily was eel. Eel is yeah, high. No. Yeah. I hate eel. Why not? Come on. Eel I is, hate eel. Feels good. Eel is high in vitamin A, right? So get yeah. your master one. So you kind of yeah. like, you know, it's, it's an, yeah, I've got one daughter who loves it and one daughter who hates it. So I'm I was traveling with a daughter who loved it. So, you know, Again, you yeah. can sushi if you're going out, or you, I'm sorry, not going out, but if you're having takeout these days and you like eel, get a roll because, again, that's one of your antioxidants. That's an easy way to get it. Um, there are a lot of sources of A. Basically, yeah, you need protein. Um, okay, so it's a protein-based one. And also dark greens. Okay. Dark, dark greens so, for A. Those are the, those are the big ones. Spinach, um, kale. 
spinach, kale, also yellow fruits and veg. So sweet potatoes, those kinds of things are going to be beneficial. Um, okay. And again, some people can't convert uh, the beta carotene, so they need to get it from the meat. It depends on your own unique physiology and everybody's different. One right. thing doesn't apply and one thing may make you feel great and make your spouse or you know your partner not. So it's, it's all very individual as to what you need, but ACE, selenium and zinc. Selenium is um, basically right now, that's probably your best source. Brazil nuts? Brazil nuts. And the interesting What about thing, other nuts, like almonds and raw almonds and no. Small amounts. This actually, you'll find that you only want like one or two of these. And if you're craving four or five, good chances you're very depleted in selenium and your body will naturally kind of go, nah, I don't want any more of those. And that's usually when you have enough. It's a trace one, so you don't okay. need a lot of it. But that's that's a good natural one that you can hopefully still buy um, these days. Um, so those are the sort of the, the bigger ones. Um, the interesting thing with COVID-19 is that they're a lot of the fatalities have had underlying issues and when you, you start looking okay. into those you start looking at high blood pressure diabetes these are all things that deplete not only zinc but c in the body okay. so again these are things you want to be incorporating daily if you can um but c in particular yeah your berries i was i was wondering about incorporating a lot of people say that if you want your vitamin c you have to actually introduce vitamin d as well to bind with it so for example milk or milk products or is that true um vitamin d in the format that is in dairy is d2 d2 is not absorbed into the body it is once it's been pasteurized there is no nutrition left um that's a very controversial topic uh However, um, <laughs> raw, milk. Raw, raw milk, um, if you can get your hands on it, um, is amazing. Uh, I've been able to source raw goat milk um, for making cheese, of course. Okay. And um, so dairy is pro-inflammatory, and that's what you have to understand. And right now, you don't want to do anything that's going to make your body worse. And two right. of the first things that we always pull from people's diets, if they're suffering from it, illness or disease, we pull gluten and we pull dairy. The reason dairy. being they're so pro-inflammatory. And uh, I just recently actually found out today that uh, once something's pasteurized, free glutamic acid is circulating after the processing, which means it turns into and converts into, of all things, MSG. I really? Just, yeah, I just learned that one today. So that was kind of like, oh, that's something I did not know. Which um, a lot was, of people have a reaction to. Yes gives them headaches and things like that and so. things like that yeah and it can cause an excess of mucus and that's the other interesting thing about dairy is that it will produce a lot of mucus in the body and yeah. one of the symptoms is mucus in the lungs for COVID-19 so why on earth would you want to add to your body burden at this time so somebody was saying if you get it drink milk oh gosh no. and I'm going no and kind of like no why, no why why yeah why some dairy is good but again I would be more towards the goat side of things, like if you're going to have dairy, goat cheese, and that has more to do with the casein, that's, yeah. which is one of the proteins in dairy, than the actual source. Um, a lot of the, the European milks have the same type of uh, casein as a goat does here, whereas here it's a different breed and it's more pro-inflammatory. So again, right. you're trying to help your body and especially because you're under a great deal of stress right now, whether it be financially or even just not being able to go to the grocery store and get the greens that you need right. to actually be healthy and survive. 
One of the things that I saw recently today was somebody who was talking about, it was in one of these groups that was talking about the pandemic and not having social isolation and not being able to go to shops. So she has not had a fruit or a vegetable, even in a can, um, for the past two and a half weeks. Um, so we're going to, let's say something does happen, we run out of fresh fruit, fresh vegetables. Um, what, what would you recommend for even just trying to introduce or keep some, some vegetables and Again, probably sprouting would be your best bet at that point. If you could get access to seeds and have them delivered, um, sprouting doesn't take too many days. You're going to get no. your bang for your buck. You can grow them on your windowsill if you're stuck in an apartment building somewhere and you can't get out. Sprouting is phenomenal for that. Um, and it's, again, quick video on YouTube. You can learn how to do it, trial and error. Um, when I've done it in the past and, and done uh, pea sprouts, I can't stop. They're really kids. good. Yeah, my kids, my kids won't stop eating them. And I'm like, you know, hey, I want to get a second, you know, harvest because you cut the first one off. And nope, right. never happens. They're always yeah. eating it. And so it's sort of like, <laughs> that's usually the, the best and the fastest and the easiest way. You're not going to find your berries unless it's berry season. You're not going to get apples. I mean, yeah. if this drags on, yeah, there will continued supply chain interruptions and we'll have to start going back to eating with what's in season. And that's really the key overall Luckily in Canada, we do have a lot of berries. If you have the ability to even freeze, right. you know, you're going to be further ahead. Right. So season for us is a shorter season. So we are going to have to look at um, some of the more of the root vegetables and, and yeah. different things like that as well. Absolutely. Uh, can we've I ask you we've got a, a ton of Saskatoon berries out in Alberta. Nice. So I like, I can Saskatoon pick berry pie. all day, all yep. day with that stuff. Yeah. And then can. <laughs> I freeze them. Just get like big bags of them and just freeze them. I guess yeah, we could can them, make a jam or something like that. That's jam. too much work. I'm just going to freeze big bags of it. Freezing is actually easier and you're actually preserving more of the nutrition. It's, right. uh, can canning is great for long-term storage. And, you know, again, water bath is better at preserving nutrition. Um, lower temp. Lower temp. Yeah. As soon right. as you get up. Because vitamin C is water soluble, it gets destroyed easily with heat. So, yeah, freezing, oh, you're going right. to max you're going to maximize nutrition and um, yeah, I mean, you can, you know, take them up and then make uh, like a, a sauce or something to put over pancakes, whatever have you once they're frozen and you can make stuff like that, or you can make pies with frozen Saskatoon berries. Right. You can do stuff like that, but yeah, you're going to, people are going to have to start learning how to find stuff to pick stuff, you know? Yeah. Just like, just like they did 200 years ago. Right. Or, or even a hundred years ago. My mom yeah. grew up in a farm in Saskatchewan in Ontario and yeah, they had all their own food. And my, my uh, grandmother, I mean, she was Ukrainian. So the historical past there, I mean, they always had food around. And yeah. so as a result, they, you know, they raised their own food. I have an 82 year old neighbor from Italy who brought her own seeds over. She still grows most of her own food. Most of yeah, most of her tomatoes, knows how to make pasta. That's oh. the type of things. That's just the type of thing that people are doing right now in Italy is they're growing their own food. Uh, yeah. It's their season right now and it's starting and they're also, they have that history as well, right? Exactly. Same with in Germany, they're making, you know. Sauerkraut. Okay, so again, you know, traditional. Oh. Tra <gasps> yeah, okay. Sauerkraut. Traditional, yes, traditional. <laughs> Not only do you get the benefits of fermentation, so you've got an excellent yeah. source of probiotics, but you also have an amazing source of vitamin C. Boom. Right. Right. So right then and there, you take some cabbage salt, you mush it all up, you let it ferment. And then once it reaches the, the level that you like, that's when you put it in the fridge and you start eating that a little bit every day. Not only is that going to help for gut health, but it will boost your vitamin C up. So that will stave off scurvy. And you can, 
there's a lot of things that you can ferment and turn into edibles. Katz uh, is the last name, K-A-T-Z. He's written several articles about harvesting wild um, wild foods. And vegetation. Yeah. 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 So, okay. Wild so vegetation. Yeah. So, and you can make, like, South Koreans, they make kimchi. kimchi. Oh, my God, it's so good. It is very good. And it's good for your, it's good for your digestion as well. Absolutely, because it is a fermented product and it has not been pasteurized. The one thing that you have to watch when you're purchasing kimchi is that there are some that have MSG in there. So usually the more expensive ones do not. And if you're right. fortunate enough to have somebody of Korean descent in your family and you're able to get some fresh kimchi, it's amazing. You can just make it too. Oh, you yep. can. Absolutely. Yep. But, you know, my, my, uh, my brother married a Korean woman and his mother made the best kimchi I've ever had. I've never, yeah. I've never tasted better. And yeah, yeah. my mother-in-law and and I made some in, in like a big five-gallon bucket. A, a lot of it. <laughs> Did you bury it? No. A lot of times they'll bury it. The heat from the earth will actually help the fermentation. So. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, brother's just, uh, mother-in-law used to put it underneath her deck. So that's okay. where she she'd ferment it away, mm -hmm. and then and yeah, she was she's in Okotoks, so yeah, okay. that was pretty cool. So some of the things that I have pulled out of my cupboard that um, that are kind of some herbal supplements, I want to know if you think that they're okay or not. For sure. So one of the first things I have is the uh, the greens, yep. which is basically, it's your powdered kale and it has some flavorings in there as well. You can actually add this to, to juice or water. Um, what are your thoughts on that? It's a good, it's a good emergency thing to have. Absolutely. Uh, anytime you're going to supplement and get your greens in, I'm, I'm all for it. And there are various ones. Again, you have to be very careful. And if you don't know what's on that ingredient list, yep. research it and know what it is. There are a lot of mislabels. Uh, one of the things you really want to watch out for is natural flavors. That can be just about anything. And when you start really going down that rabbit path and a rabbit hole, yeah, there's some really interesting things that they can classify as natural. natural. Yeah, so which isn't, very, even, which isn't even what it's labeled as. It, it can be labeled as that, but it's actually pretty scary. Like if it's got natural flavors, generally avoid it. You know, the, the greens powder, if it's just greens powder. Yeah, I've, I have it in my fridge. I drink it on occasion when I know that I'm not getting as many greens as I should. And as a result, it's sort of like, it, if it tastes good, there's probably artificial flavorings in it. That's right. my only thought. So. so but yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, you're probably right with that. So this one has like, it has berry flavor. <laughs> Just wondering if it actually does have berries in it. Berry flavor can mean anything. And again, if they're adding stuff into it, meh. I, I I don't like flavors. Uh, I, I just don't because again, unless you know what's in it and unless the manufacturer is willing to divulge what ingredients are going in there and if they say it's proprietary, proprietary I can't say that word. Proprietary. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Um, they should still be able to say, okay, well, these are what we've got in there. We're not right. going to tell you the ratios. So you got to be real, really careful with flavors. Absolutely. Right. So some of the things that I've also bought, because I drink, I drink a lot of water, I drink a lot of, um, and every once in a while I go for a run, and then I'll actually have one of these. This is the the, the new boost. Oh, it, okay. So it, it's a, here, I'll show you. So uh, it's a powdered tablet. Yep. And you just drop it into your, um, drop it into your water and it actually gives you your electrolytes and different things like that. So um, 
uh, I still so have quite a few of these on hand just because, again, uh, electrolytes and if we're only drinking water and we're not going to get our sodium and our the rest of our electrolytes, it's depleting that actually can cause other issues and, Absolutely and that as can. well. Yeah, you've got something going on in your body that's very important with your electrolytes, the sodium potassium pump, and especially if you're doing a lot of extreme exercising and you need to replace that. A simple fix though too is a little bit of Himalayan salt. pea salt and a squeeze of fresh lemon or lime if you can, you know, even berries, if, if that's all you've got. Cause again, you're getting the citrus with like the sweet and the salty together with, it's gonna help with the absorption. So okay. that's, that's a key one. So you also have to think like, I've been trying to think, okay, well, long-term, what right. happens when these things run out? What can I use as a substitute? And so you always wanna think, okay, well, what is it that they're trying to do? How are they trying to break those things down? And so right. take it from there. I'm thinking of it, but vice versa too, right? It could be long-term. Like if I'm buying, like I buy lemons right now. Yeah. Um, funny story is my sister, she was on quarantine. She said, do you have any lemon juice? I said, yes, I do. And she goes, well, can you leave it on your, you know, can, can you leave it on my staff? I said, here you go. It's a do it yourself. <laughs> the lemons are actually, I keep my lemons in my, le or lemon juice in my lemons. So you're going to have to squeeze them. Yeah. Um, but that's the exact same thing like I just went out and bought lemon juice as lemon juice because I don't know what's going to be happening with our supply chain exactly. so same yeah. these are kind of like also with respect to our supply chain like if we do run out of the lemons and we do run out of berries and we do run out of you know I have a lot of salt um, but these are actually effective for that as well absolutely so. yeah like I said always think you know have what you can store and store long term and then use what you can still get until that sort of runs out right yeah. Okay. So what are your thoughts on multivitamins and ensuring that you have those every day still? Multivitamins for the most part, uh, most of them are junk. They're not worth it. So these, Adriel, you have these, right? I would have to see the ingredient yeah, list. Yeah, I got gummies. Yeah. I got gummies. <laughs> these are fun. Um, these ones have been in my cupboard for a while. They're supposed to be gummies. I don't they're, take little, they're a little they're chewy they're, now they're they chewy were gummies. for my son because he would he, he would like yeah he likes pizza right that's it i'm going okay let's get you multivitamin gummies and he's anyways so hard. read the ing ingredient list again you're you're not gonna a lot of that stuff out there unfortunately is garbage not, even if yeah. it comes from the health food store again you've so got i got this at the health food store like <laughs> they've got to make money too and uh, it's up to you more than anything else. It's up to you to take responsibility to research what the ingredient lists are, what some of the side effects are, whether or not it's actually food, whether or not it's going to benefit your body. Um, Cause there's a lot of things out there that are just pure absolute garbage. And um, like I said, the one guy down in the States, I trust him because he tests all of his products and he knows whether or not there's contaminants in them. Again, I went on his website today can't get anything most of the things that would be really beneficial you can't get anymore and that's not surprising but multivitamins you're better off eating a, a diet of real food you know yeah. think that you have to chop up yourself and cook yourself than eating uh -huh. garbage and having to take a multivitamin think of it your body basically as a bank account you're either making a withdrawal or putting a deposit and at times of stress you want to be putting lots of deposits in um, because that's going to get you through uh, the stress. Now, one of the supplements that um, is key, uh, or one of the things that you can really take, this is an adrenal adaptogen. Okay, so this is AOR. This is a Canadian company, I'm pretty sure. It is a phenomenal company. This is ashwagandha. This is an adrenal adaptogen. So in times of stress, your adrenals are 
they're pooched. Throw through the roof, right? Yeah, they're completely pooched. And uh, this is powerful. Um, this helps your body. And well, like in, in what ways? Because basically, I know the an adaptogen will do whatever your body needs it to do. So if, if you're running slow, it'll pull it up. If you're running too fast, it'll slow it down. And the, oh, thing, okay. and the thing about ashwagandha, it's been used for thousands of years in Ayurvedic medicine. It has a long history. It is completely and utterly amazing as far as online I'm, only, or you can get it at you can get this one at the health food store. Yeah. AOR usually sells at the health food store. The two companies that I like the most, uh, that are out there for the most part, um, Canprev is another one. Magnesium, great for uh, sleep, different things. Sleep, stress. So right right now, most people are going through a lot of stress because they don't know if they're going to have a paycheck. You've got, this one also has GABA, which is a, it helps with your neurotransmitters. It helps with anxiety and stress. Anytime you're under any sort of stressful situation, again, and everybody reacts differently too, uh, in the sense that some people are kind of going, like Adriel, he's nothing's really changed in his life because of what his job is. Well, the kids are there now, but it's a little bit more stressful. <laughs> yeah, you need a little more stress. Yeah. I I homeschooled my kids for three years, um, so as a result, you have I'm a drinking habit. Not just kidding. <laughs> Funnily enough, no, um, no. The reason being is um, once you start studying nutrition and you figure out what things do to your body, you stop drinking. You do stop drinking. Although I will admit to having a lime and lager last night, and we did use Corona beer, but that's okay. How about me? <laughs> Corona beer. Uh, no. But so the problem with alcohol during times of stress and chronic alcohol yeah. use is it depletes glutathione. Glutathione is your master antioxidant in your body and you're in your lungs in particular there's a lot of glutathione levels so if you're depleting that by drinking and chronic alcohol use will do that and then again what what is this virus hitting it is hitting your respiratory your system yeah. yeah so the occasional one absolutely uh if that's what you need but overall like like I said, once you start really studying nutrition and you find out how things break down in your body and what sort of byproducts are produced and then what your body has to do to get rid of it, you stop doing a lot of that stuff. So it's... Yeah. So what do you, what do you think is going to be the most um, that people are going to lose or what are they going to, like you, you say, your body is depleting? So Probably because of the stress. Um, right. financial and also because nobody really knows what's going on. We're in a holding pattern right now. It's yep. like, oh yeah, wait, wait two weeks, wait two weeks, wait two weeks. Oh no, now it's end of June. No, now nobody knows and people don't like that. So overall stress um, is one of the big, the big killers. Um, there are things that you can do to boost your immune system for sure. Um, vitamin yeah. D3, you know, that's your okay. mask. The interesting thing about D is you have to get your doctor to ask for it. And sometimes you'll have to pay for that test to see what your vitamin D levels are. They a lot of people will just go and do it. They'll just go and buy it because they know already that they're, they're depleting it. Like, 90, 95, I think it was the last number I heard percent of the North American yeah. population is depleted in D. The th- interesting thing to remember is with D3. That's, yeah, go K, ahead. You need K2. Um, okay. Because K2, what it does is it shuttles out. This is basically helping your body remove excess calcium to where it should go. This shuttles it to where it needs to go. So the two of them are kind of, they work together, but again, K2, D3. You don't want to do D2. It's garbage. Your body can't absorb it, so there's no point in spending money on it. D3 is actually very inexpensive overall, and you can buy 
or you could buy lots of it. Um, you know, cod liver oil. I don't know if you remember, but I remember my mom throwing that oh, down yeah. my throat as a kid. So yeah. again, it's, high, it, yeah, ID, it's going to help. And it's got some of your other ones in there. So you got to remember a lot of your things that are good for your body are fat soluble. So you can't issue fat and you know, your vitamins, a lot of them need they're water soluble. So you need a combination of both. That's why any one diet that says, just do this. No, nah, you got to look overall. What's it going to do in the body? Uh, again, immune boosting, good old elderberry. This is also, I believe a Canadian company. This is elderberry, cranberry. Elderberry in particular is good for, for cold and flu. And when I was in Japan, I was taking the gummies just because they were uh, convenient. Available. They were convenient for traveling. And I didn't, I didn't want to get stuck bringing something I wasn't allowed to bring in and I wasn't okay. sure about this. So for example, one of the ones that's quite famous in Canada is of course cold effects. Well, this, yeah, yeah this, <laughs> this contains ginseng. You're not allowed to bring that into Japan. So what? yeah, Isn't, I know. What? Really? Yeah. You're not allowed to bring ginseng. Doesn't ginseng in. come from Japan? Yeah. And they don't want <laughs> They don't want you to bring yours in, so you cannot bring it in. Um, so you sort of have to look and you're like, oh, okay, so that's why I moved to the elderberries. Um, again, depending on where you're going and what the rules are for importation. The other thing, again, um, medicinal mushrooms. You can get supplementation. Um, this is an American company. This has reishi. This has turkey tail. This has maitake. These have a lot of really powerful things. And again, these have been used in traditional Chinese medicine for years and years and years to boost the immune system, like thousands and thousands of years. These are things that I can forage turkey tail here when I'm lucky. I've actually right. found some reishi uh, in the woods behind in Ontario and East. You can find chaga. These are, these are powerful things that you can use and learn to use. So these are things to sort of start researching while you're you know stuck at home and have the opportunity to take your project. to learn. Yeah, in case... It, in case something does happen, because guess what? All of that that you're showing right now, you can order online or you can actually go to the store. Now they might run out online or they might, might run know, out in the at store. stores and the chain, you know, the supply chain might dry up or we might not be able to actually go to the store anymore. I don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Well, they're talking rolling blackouts in the UK. I know. So I'm like, not only take away people's freedom and then take away their internet even more that's that's going to be pretty devastating um this is another one you can get in tea form cat's claw i don't know if you've oh. heard of. this yeah. is a good this is a good one for uh immune support um this is a, again a strong herb a lot of these herbs have been used for centuries um in indigenous populations this one in particular in the caribbean region is strong okay. and so they use a lot of that um i don't know this is something this is food nutritional yeast the source of B vitamins. Yeah, that's um Yeah, either love it or you don't. <laughs> <laughs> that's Vegemite down in uh, Australia. More or less, yeah. Yeah, and More it, or less. It, it it's tastes horrible. People put it on toast. I don't know. <laughs> Vegemite itself, I'm not a fan of. My eldest loves it. I don't mind this. This is good on popcorn. It gives a slightly cheesy flavor. Uh, the yeah. raw in raw food, this is what people use as a as a bee supplement and they throw it on kale chips and stuff like right. that. Right. What about bee pollen and, and that sort of stuff? Very powerful so long as it is uh hasn't been pasteurized. So if it's on the shelf, uh, yeah. there was there was a great guy in Ontario and I used to be able to get bee pollen from him and he would pull it out of the, like a, a freezer pack and you store it in the freezer. That right. stuff is very powerful again, even for allergies and isn't it? Right. 
So those things are very powerful. Um, there's still a lot of things. This is another good one that you can do. I don't know if you can see licorice root. Licorice, yep. So if you like it, great. Again, it's going to help the immune system. Um, echinacea, we, most of us know about. Right. Good old Russian penicillin. Garlic. This is still a powerhouse. You can grow this anywhere in any season. Well, yeah. you, you plant it in the fall. You can also plant it in spring. Grow it. That's powerful. You know, yeah. you can put it on wounds. Um, not too much because it will destroy the skin, I bet, as I've learned. But again, in your food, that's going to help you out a lot. A lot of antiviral properties. Um, so that's, that, there's some powerful things that you can do. This is another one a lot of people don't know about, but astragalus is also a huge immune boost. Oh, okay. So that's used for your immune immune system. And, and you can do that in the sense that you can put it in a tea. I usually combine it with the turmeric tea because I prefer the taste of turmeric tea. Mm -hmm. Turmeric, again, huge. So you were talking about some of the um, spices from um, some of this India. So yeah. turmeric is a huge one that they use and we Absolutely. use it in curries and I actually posted a recipe for a doll. It was one nice. of the spices. Yeah. So what is turmeric used for with respect to medicinal purposes? And it's, why is it such a beneficial spice? It has a lot of uh, anti-inflammatory properties. That's one of the key things. Most diseases is, are caused by inflammation. When you, when you boil it down and then you look at it, it's inflammation in the body from various sources. Um, when you go deep, you want to reduce your inflammation. And that's why the combination of most most Indian cuisine has garlic, ginger, turmeric, black pepper, and then yeah. a lot of them have a fat source, uh, which again, because uh, turmeric, you want some sort of a fat source because that helps draw it more into the body. So with the butter that they usually with their ghee, yeah, yeah, with their ghee, and then again in the south they they use a lot of coconut oil, uh, coconut. Right oil or coconut milk in their recipes right. so you look at that and you combine that and then you've got this powerhouse of nutrition going into your body so there's so much you can do just through food alone and again if the supply chain runs out all these supplements will be gone right so you have to start looking so if we talk about the supplements themselves just the supplements which ones do should i just make sure i have in the house like just pick like four or five of them that I just need to have in case something does happen or I should be taking in terms of in terms of every day honestly probably one of the best and it's very inexpensive is organic milk thistle why that supports your liver again going back to glutathione that is going to support your body overall um that is help, one that help process all the extra booze you're going to drink while you're sitting at home doing nothing <laughs> <laughs> that too, that too, yeah. And again, it's it's gonna help your liver. Anything that supports your liver is gonna help you overall. Um, yeah. It, again, it depends. Sort of like if you're suffering from an acute thing, there are things that you can take. So, for example, if you get a little bit phlegmy, I don't know if I can find it. Um, quercetin, which is present, not here. I had it earlier. Hold on a second. Um, quercetin is one of the big ones uh, that will help remove mucus from the upper respiratory tract. Um, it's also found in apples, onions, an apple a day. There's a lot of truth and Actual. knowledge. Yeah. When yeah. you look at it, a lot of these compounds have been taken from plants. And so if you go back to them, that's where you're going to find the beneficial properties. And again, apples, we, at least here on the West Coast, we do grow them and mm -hmm. they store for a long period of time. You can store apples long-term and, yeah. and at least through until the next harvest. If you know, you're not fighting for bears for your crop. So there's those things. I would, yeah, milk thistle, D, 
again, D is a huge one. I would take it with the K2 every day. Those are the probably the biggest ones. I then, depending on what's going on in your body, it's going to vary. Like I've got, because hubby's got a very high stress job, um, I've got him on the, on the ashwagandha, right? Okay. So it depends. Me personally, depends on what's going on in my body. That's kind of why I have an assortment, but um, and I you know which ones to take because you know what's going on in your body. Yeah. So. And that's the thing is you got to respect your body will always give you signals. Like if you're feeling stiff and sore, guess what? You've got inflammation. So again, then right. you support it with the turmeric or the ginger. So what are some of the best? I, there's a lot of anti-inflammatory. So there's a lot of, if you have inflammation, there's a lot of natural foods that you can eat. That's going to help with that. For example, cherries. Cherries is a good one. What are some of the other natural foods that are beneficial for that? So say somebody is actually hurting. Yeah, what are some of them? Sorry, ginger. Ginger Ginger's huge for inflammation. Yeah. Any of your... Ginger is a big one in terms of inflammation. That's probably one of the most powerful ones. It depends, you know. I've heard pineapple, kiwi. Those are your uh, your enzymes. And so what your enzymes okay. will do is they will go through and they'll clean up. Um, so when my daughter stepped on the wasp nest, one of the things that I was applying topically was uh, a bromelain. Again, uh, okay. it was helping with the stings. So you've got, this was, this is a fascinating one. You used to be able to get this in Canada. You're not able to? No, it, wor it works. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. It so, works. You're not able to get it. Yeah. It, essentially, that's what they do here. Um, it used to be called Virostop, and it was specifically designed um, to help. It's proteolytic enzymes, and you would use this when you had a virus because it would basically knock it out, and it was a great product. Uh, you can only get this in the States. So if you travel to the States, I highly recommend hunting down a health food store and seeing if you can find this. Um, you can get things... Uh, like Megazyme, which is here in Canada. Again, same thing. You know, you've got uh, papain, which is one of your other enzymes from papayas. Enzymes will help. Um, if you take them with food, enzymes will help with the digestion. If you take them away from food, they will help to clean up your body and get rid of debris, I guess. Okay. The gunk that's inside. So that's that's another way of looking at it, more or less. Yeah. So maybe, uh, um, maybe one thing that people might be wondering is uh, they've got a back, like a, a little garden. What would you plant in a yeah. garden at this time? Oregano, thyme, sage. Uh, garlic uh, as well. Garlic, yeah. Um, basically chives because you're going to get your onions mm -hmm. uh, and you're going to get your sulfur compounds, which again are going to help with detoxification and flavor. Uh, but thyme and oregano, those are plant potent antivirals. Same thing with sage. And... Um, there are other medicinal uses for sage, sage tea. Uh, and if you're a nursing mother, most, most of them know. Um, but again, sage is also powerful as an anti-inflammatory as well. So an antiviral. There's a lot of, the interesting thing about natural medicines is that they've got crossover. Not only are they antiviral, but they're antimicrobial or, or they've got antibacterial properties as well. So when you work in, <laughs> when you work with them rather than against them, you're going to get the best properties of them. Like time in Germany, they sell, dried thyme in capsules. So as soon as you have a, a, a cough, you're popping thyme in a capsule form. And sure enough, it works because of the, the property that is in it. So I would plant herbs and yeah, garlic. Yes, I would. Spinach Those are also. easy. Those are easy to grow. Those are, and that's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. Unless you have an alpaca. Yeah, and those will actually continue each year. Um, yeah, you might get several crops from them in a year as well, like tribes. You do. Oh gosh, um, yeah. 
because they never stop growing. Yeah, hard <laughs> to do here are. as I'm looking outside, and it's minus 16 <laughs> with snow. But wait, soon, wait, wait, soon. Wait. <laughs> we had snow this morning. It was a rather shock to wake up to because it was just falling and we're like looked outside and like april fools really it was gross yeah. it was completely gross outside so you guys don't want to know what did here it was nice it was like plus 15. Where okay are you? where are i'm you? in i'm in kingston southern oh, okay. ontario yeah. so yeah um anything else that you would so if we have a little bit more room in the backyard anything else that you would be planting greens um, greens uh yeah, lots of leafy greens. Honestly, the biggest bang for your buck in terms of nutrition is your greens. Whether it's, uh, you know, the cabbage family with, or you've got broccoli, you know, spinach, uh, kale. Gosh, kale kale grows even in the winter time, And you can cover it out. There's a lady out in Nova Scotia who's grown it year round just using straw bales and keeping it covered. So, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of things that you can do so long as you do a little bit of preemptive planning and you can continue to grow and continue to harvest. So, you know, your greens are going to give you the biggest bang for your nutritional buck. And so I would focus in on planting green things. Um, other things are great as an addition if you've got the space and the time to grow them and they grow well in your area. I have a black thumb, so it's always a bit of a challenge. I like things that I can't kill. Uh, I do love chives for that reason and kale. Uh, I can't seem to kill those, so they're my friends. But... <laughs> You know, it, it just depends on what you're capable of growing and what you've got the space to grow and whether or not right. you've got critters that are going to eat your food. So that's true, too. Yeah. And you don't want somebody or an animal to either eat it or defecate in it. So you got to be aware of those things. But there's a lot of really good resources out there in terms of what you can grow in a small space um, and where you can grow depending on your climate. And like I said, my my family, yeah, Saskatchewan farmers originally on one side and uh, my Ukrainian side knew how to grow just about anything. And they got, they grew a lot of their own food. And so it's possible. Potatoes are easy for the most part. Um, again, sweet potatoes are harder. You have to have a warmer climate. I did grow them in Ontario. Haven't had much luck here. So it just, it really depends. Greenhouse use, if you've got one, you're already growing Fantastic. stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it just depends on what's around your property and how much space you have. But like I said, if you need greens, sprouts on a windowsill, easy, quick and easy. And in terms of overall storage space, you don't need a lot of space to store a lot of seeds, right? So. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Adriel, you got anything else? No, that was most of my questions. I mean, the, the growing one, uh, I guess I can like mail order some seeds and, you know, I'll have them well before I could, I could even... Uh, dig a hole to put them in uh just because the but you, still you could start no you could start them indoors that's what a lot of people are doing right they're going to be either they can start them hyper hydroponically or you can actually start them in little uh, um, peat moss pots and and start them that way too yeah um, absolutely yeah 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 depends on your season so what yeah. are you what are you guys doing personally to grow anything right now growing anything right now or just what sort of supplementation are you guys taking um so i'm not growing anything right now which is probably a bad idea um i i have sage and i have um oregano uh i have chives and i have garlic in my backyard i've planted nice. them yep. so that's that's stuff that i've always had um for supplements to take a multivitamin every day as i said i have the the greens um, but mostly mostly i actually so i eat clean yeah so that means 
nothing that's processed. Nice. Um, so um, I've just been going and getting food that is natural food. and sourced locally if yep. I could. Yeah. So, and then, um, yeah, so either freezing it or, or stocking it in that way, um, you know, I it'll be healthy. Like, I'll admit, I bought a couple boxes of craft Dinner and a couple of ramen for my son because that's what he likes and I have those downstairs. But, yeah. but. We, did, we did the same. Yeah. Because <laughs> it depends on what your kids and also to, you know, there's a psychological aspect of having something that's a treat if you're going through long sustained periods. That's also why I like dark chocolate. Um, huge yeah. antioxidant benefits. Um, keeps a heck of a long time. I find my kids, they have to be really desperate to want it, which means it doesn't get eaten out of my uh, pantry. So yeah. Well, it doesn't chocolate. have a lot of sugar in it, right? But it will satisfy that sugar craving. And it'll well. give you lots of magnesium as well. Right. And that's why magnesium, again, is an anti-stress vitamin. So right. So that's the type of stuff that I try and do. Um, but as I said, oh, I have some of these on hand, the news. I also have some of these as well. These are the um, cliff shots. This is energy. These are full of crap. <laughs> I'll admit it. Okay. <laughs> it is just like, this one's energy gel. It's got, this one's vanilla. I don't know what in it is actually vanilla. I don't think there's any natural flavors or anything, but what they are is just actually, oh, they're, they're, are just that high energy high sugar stuff just in case you need it so i do have some of that on hand just in case like as i said if stuff hits the fan this is the stuff i'm gonna pull out you'll have it, it yeah you'll have it and you'll use it and then it'll be gone type of thing that's the other way to look at it is sort of like you're gonna have these things like we're eating some stuff right now we're like okay let's you know change out the pantry let's let's see what we've got let's make some interesting things i had a recipe from years ago where somebody gave me and it was made with canned beans and for muffins and i was like i really liked it i know it sounds really strange and i was like oh let's throw this at the kids sure enough they actually ate it and enjoyed it so it's sort of like you know, that's not like zucchini loaf, right? Hi, exactly. Oh, this is so good. Well, that's great. It's got zucchini in it. <laughs> yeah. Most right? people are like, ew. ew. Yeah. So yeah. it's sort of like you, you have to find new creative ways to implement what you've got in the, the pantry. And so right. it's sort of like, okay, you know, you change it up a bit. Like we're heading into, well, we're starting our growing season here. So it's sort of like, okay. And like I said, I always forage out in the back anyway. So for me, that's it's much easier to pick something than for me to actually plant. So that's usually so, what I do. But part of what I also do as well is um, I'm now working with, um, uh, so I'm indigenous. Uh, so I'm working with elders in my nice. community. Nice. So things like, for example, um, I can harvest um, cattails. and yes. the, and the pollen. Get, yeah. And also actually the roots as well. They're edible. You can roast them. They taste really good kind cool. of like leeks okay um and you can pickle them yep. um and uh things like cedar tea as well harvest the cedar you can make actual tea out of it it's great medicinal properties as well so those types of things are i'm actually exploring so those are the good things i can go out and go out and basically learn learn and survive if i need to well and that's the thing there's such a rich history here in, in british columbia of right. those natural foods that are out there like salal leaves can be used as a tea as an appetite right. suppressant and so you're just like there's so much that's out there so right. yeah it's great mm -hmm. when you can combine knowledge with traditional societies that's why like the indian right. society the tra traditional chinese medicine is amazing because it's been studied and used for thousands of years right yeah. what are you doing adriel nothing i mean total <laughs> total crap <laughs> I am. I have a minimum of exercise. I'm at least going through now. Uh, I'm eating total crap. 
uh, and uh, some chewy garbage uh, vitamins. But I'm probably <laughs> going to grow a little bit of garlic and uh, cilantro. Cilantro is good. Cilantro is powerful at removing heavy metals from the body. It's an amazing, and it's got a very high ORAC scale. It t- uh, tastes good in like a Mexican salad. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah. does. It you does. can actually freeze cilantro. You can freeze all of the herbs that you're you're basically growing as well. So yeah, well, I got fr- dill too. And dry yes. them. I like yep. those ones because you can pick off of them and they keep growing. Yep. It doesn't kill yep. them. Yeah. And the bugs don't get them. So I don't have to like, I Work don't know. too hard. Yeah. Yeah. I, I tried growing some tomatoes one year and, and <gasps> I think, I think the bugs ate more of them than I did. And no one wants to, like you put a lot of work into like what it amounts to what, like a dollar tomato with a bunch of worms in it. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm not doing that again. I'm just I'm just growing stuff that the bugs won't eat. <laughs> Smart. You can actually do things like you can uh, marigolds. You can plant them around your your Companion tomato plant. planting. Yeah, and then you won't actually have bugs in your tomatoes. Just an FYI. Yeah, the first or, time I, or... I get it from superstore. They don't have <laughs> bugs on them. <laughs> there is not going to be a superstore. There's yeah. a superstore right now. <laughs> A lot of the conventional food is sprayed. And so again, yeah. when, you, when you look at what they're putting on the food, it's not in any way. That's again, you're, you're taking a withdrawal. And so if you can afford it, yeah, organic is far superior. There's certain things I can't afford. Like I would love to be able to buy organic cucumbers. I just can't afford it. There's no, there's yeah. no way I'm spending six bucks for a cucumber. Um, so you do the best that you can. And I focus in on like spinach. I never buy anything but organic because it's one of the dirty dozen. It's one of the ones that are really bad and it has a, lot, a high pesticide load. So. Oh, again, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Spinach. Oh. Sorry. Like uh, my husband sometimes calls me the fun vampire because I, I can. Really you just, suck the fun out of it. I, <laughs> I love the- spinach. I freeze it. Yes. So. That's great, so long as it's coming from a clean source or you're growing it yourself. Um, but spinach is one of the dirty dozen, just like strawberries. Uh, you want to get those, you either want to pick those yourself from the wild. Uh, no, those usually are coming from Mexico, and you yeah. know, those are coming. Yeah. And again, like garlic, you know how hard it is uh, to get garlic that isn't from China? It's almost impossible. Like, thankfully, if you're not growing your own, you're okay. Like, if, if you're growing your own, you're okay. But if you're not, you're hooped. They basically cornered the market on garlic. And, yeah, they have. And so it's like you have to source and it locally. You know what? Garlic is, you're not going to find a lot of garlic right now because of the shipping containers not yes. being allowed at the port. So there's, we're going to be, you know, we're not going to have a lot of stuff. In no. the next as, long as, you, as long as you have one clove or a couple of them, you just go put them in the ground and they'll make more. Oh, absolutely. They will. Yeah. yeah so, you so long as you don't have an animal that's going to dig it up and eat it or eat the tops off of it. Just saying. Nothing that'll survive. <laughs> Me. <laughs> the only problem is when you've got those little things that, you know, they give you eggs and they're like, hey, what, what have you planted? Let's dig this up. And you're like, you little bastards. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I have the chickens, every time I plant garlic, they're like, hey, what's this? And I cover it over. And then the dog's like, what are you doing, mom? I'm going to dig here. And I'm like, yeah. oh. It, yeah. So luckily, I have multiple friends that, that grow and are very kind and give me their garlic, uh, which is grown here locally. Sometimes I can get stuff um, just across the way at one of the local farms. Right. And so, so is there any other tips or tricks that you have for um, people with respect to how are they going to stay healthy or what do they need to do? One of, they got to learn more often than not, honestly, is work at managing the stress because the stress is going to get you um, long-term. 
it's going to deplete so much from your body. So try to get it under control however yeah. you can. Whether, you know, going out to the range and shooting a bunch of rounds, great. If that's what lowers your stress, go for it. If it's taking a, a walk, go for it. Work at managing the stress long-term because that's what's right. going to do you in more than anything else. Try to eat clean. Yeah. Try to keep your diet as clean as possible. Um, and try to work with what works best for you. Like um, one of the things with paleo and keto, um, they both have positives depending on what, what you're trying to achieve. Um, but the, again, the big thing is they're reducing inflammation, right? Because for most part, Whole30 as well, you're taking out all the crap and you're actually eating food. So long-term, you're going to be far further ahead. Um, no matter what you do, so long as you're sticking with Whole Foods um, right. long-term, I would say stick with foods supplement when and where you can but try when you're supplementing to try to get the best sources out there and really do your research as to what they're putting in because some of it's really downright scary and it is a waste of your money so you have to be a smart consumer like anything else you really need to sort of look and see what's out there know what the ingredient list is and i mean the beautiful thing about having the smartphones these days if you don't understand what one of the ingredient lists is you can quickly look it up and right. figure out and you go like mm, do i want to put that in my body or don't i so that's probably right. my, my best tip, I guess. So the multi-gummies is the no, right? <laughs> um, I, those, ones have, those ones are concentrated, Kelly, because they're like little rocks. You got to suck I on them know. a little bit. They're like they're a like hard rock candy. <laughs> yeah, really chew at that point. If, if that's all, for example, for kids, because I know I use those uh, when my kids were young. I did a lot of juicing with my kids were young because that way I knew I was getting something in them that was even moderately you know, healthy. If that's all your kids are going to eat, by all means go use, for it yeah. yeah go for it um to support them because it, they're also going under a lot of stress you know it's great for the first little bit Woo! i don't have to go to school and now they're getting bored you're hitting that sort of peak world it's like no i want to be out doing things and i can't go see my friends i can't take yeah. public transport so again managing stress but use what you actually can. our kids are going through so much stress right now especially the ones that are in like high school uh, the ones that are in university that are going, okay, my, my university or my high school is done for this year, essentially, is what it is. And they're stressing. Yeah. I feel so bad for them, especially those that are graduating or are supposed to be graduating. Well, I, I they're have, stressed. They're high my, stress right now. Yeah. My eldest is supposed to graduate. And I was telling Adriel, she's thankfully got accepted, early acceptance into the University of Calgary based on last year's marks. Um, oh, good. So, you know, she at least has that in her back pocket, but she's sort of like waiting on all the other universities and she doesn't know. So there, again, anything that you can do to support them, even if it means cutting them slack a little bit about cleaning the room, yeah, go for it. Um, just, yeah, it, it's, it's not a fun time by any stretch of the imagination and overall stress more than anything is gonna deplete everything your body. Yeah. yeah, yeah, everything that you're trying to do. So once you've got that under control and good sleep, like it's key, you know, What's turning sleep. sleep? Well, what is the, it? If you're waking up at 3.30, 4 o'clock in the morning every, every night, chances are your liver's hooped, and, and that's where the, the milk thistle comes into play, um, supporting your liver, uh, blood sugar issues. It can be a whole bunch of things. Um, yeah, sleep is key for healing um, and managing stress. And once you've got those under control, and it's not easy. Like I said, it depends on your life situation. It depends on your work, what you're doing. It depends on whether you've got kids at home, whether you don't, um, whether you've got sick family members, there's a lot of things going on, but take some time for yourself. Do something that you really enjoy doing and that helps you feel better each and every day. That's key overall, okay. I feel. Cool. Can you do us a favor? I can try, well, sure. Everything that, you've, everything that you've pointed out to us, can you, can you write it down? 
what it is, um, what it is, who who the supplier is, and then we can actually list that for people as well if they're interested in going and getting it. So sure. Yeah. Yeah, Awesome. Cool. All right. All right. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks for coming on. No worries. (laughs) Fantastic. Have a good one.